0: Welcome to the PW Fan,
1: the ultimate pro wrestling
0: podcast created by fans for the fans. And this is episode 98. We're two away from episode 100, guys. We're on the road to 100. Bro Keller, can't wait to see you. I am your host, the extremely pissed off old school wrestling fan whose favorite wrestler just got fired, collector, barber, and musician, talk wrestling, Tim Gilbert.
1: And I'm your host, the architect of pro wrestling podcast, Funko Pop collector, Steelers fan, Booker Andy.
2: I'm also your host of No SummerSlam Indie fan and football lover, Jeremy.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, today we will be discussing and reviewing CM Punk getting fucking fired, WWE Payback, AEW All Out, and more uh before we start this week's episode like always i ask you go to youtube.com backslash the pw fan pod you can like and subscribe comment hey tell us that we suck if you want to by doing this you're helping us grow you're helping us get on those recommended for you pages and you guys and girls are the reason why we do this show every week although i do love an i love hanging out with these two uh goobers right here uh help us get the pw name out there with uh, awesome and wearable merch, go to prowrestlingteescom PWFan and grab your favorites. Also, you might want to grab a CM Punk or shirt, uh, a CM Punk shirt or two before they are no longer ever available again. Uh, you are our team out in the world wearing that logo, so uh, when you do, it really does help us out for everybody that comes up to you and says, "Hey, what's that?" Even it's one two people it goes a long way thank you very much uh for all other social media platforms all you got to do is search at the pw fan where you don't forget to follow like and subscribe leave a review and uh yeah man we really appreciate it stick around to the end of the episode where i'll do my classic show of the week weapon recommendation all right get ready this is what i'm now calling the ring side roundup this week's episode of The PW Fan, where we're going to talk about jaw-dropping moments and backstage buzz from the world of pro wrestling, intense showdowns, and surprising twists. We got you covered. Andy, over to you. Do we open up
1: with the elephant in the room, guys? Or do we just rip the band-aid off? I mean, do you want to rip the after band-aid Tim's off? intro,
2: I feel like we need to. All right.
1: CM <laughs> Punk has been... Released of his contract from AEW. Terminated. (laughs) Terminated. Um, We've covered the stuff that has gone on uh, in these past couple weeks with CM Punk. And he's officially gone from AEW now. Uh, As of today, I read on Ringside News that Jack Perry is suspended indefinitely from the altercation that went down uh, at All-In at the Wembley Stadium. Give me your guys' thoughts. Uh, yeah, who wants to go first? Uh, <laughs> Tim,
2: do you want to
0: go first? I don't Tim's really. I have I, I, been brewing, but I don't think I'm going to damper the uh, whole tone of the show over it. I think people pretty much know how I feel. Uh, pretty much, and I and I'd like to stay at the top of the show for uh, I uh, Tim. I run the social media, so any of the snarky stuff that you see on there is all me. It has nothing to do with Andy and Jeremy, uh, but I'm the one that always posts on there, so any of that stuff is my opinion, and my alone doesn't represent the two of these guys. Um, I will say that it's extremely disappointing. Uh, I think that if uh, Jack Perry had just uh Shut the hell up and not put his stupid opinion out there on live television television in front of eighty thousand people that we wouldn't be in this position however uh being a thirty three year old man who's a father and have a have a professional career, I know you can't just attack uh people at work, and I know you can't uh get in your boss's face and buck at him, and that stuff is not okay, regardless of the environment, whether it's pro wrestling. The office, whatever environment that uh, you're in. So, uh, I, although Punk is my favorite wrestler, you know, at least the current on the you know wrestling on the roster, which he's not anymore. Uh, he is uh to blame as well. So, you know, after thinking a lot about it all day, uh, you know, this is my synopsis. Disappointed. I think that everybody's to blame. I think that Punk has blame as well. And uh, it's disappointing all around. As a big fan of his, I feel like uh, this is the end. This is the end for CM Punk, maybe in pro wrestling. And uh, we're going to move on from here. And I'm just going to – I've decided just like when Shawn Michaels retired and when other people who I love retire, I'm just going to enjoy the good stuff that they have out there, the old WWE stuff even some of the AEW stuff. I just uh, made a purchase of getting every single moment possible that CM Punk has had on AEW. Uh, and I'll watch all that stuff, and I'm fine with that. So I'm moving on from it. I'm not going to ruin the whole show. I mean, I busted a couple jokes in the beginning, but that's all I got to say about it from my end.
1: Tim has hit all five was- stages of grief. He went from angry <laughs> Tim... And he's let it fester, and he took the time to let it let it sink in, and, and then he ended with the mature route of. <laughs> that was really that was really good though it's
0: yeah.
2: That was um. It's funny because like like I think all of our initial reactions were very different, but like Anne and I were talking a little bit before we started recording, and I think we're <laughs> we're all in agreement now of like how we feel because I feel the same way as in. Punk is still my favorite of all time wrestler. Uh, and I do think everyone is to blame. As in, like, there could have been, if one part of this, per, like, any person involved in this was an adult in the first place, then it would have been solved. Um,
1: Including Tony Khan. Con-
0: all of them. Yeah, yeah.
2: They're all to blame. Yeah, punk so, like, management, everyone.
0: A punk being overly sensitive and starting physical altercations. You can't do that. Jack Perry for yeah. doing what he absolutely knew what he was doing and you were trying to get under someone's skin. The young bucks same thing. You guys do your passive aggressive weird like oh, we're going to block <laughs> out we're going to block out punk's face with a bunch of chairs and tables and then take a picture in front of it. And all that weird and all that weird stuff that you guys do so you know what do what you want it is what it is everybody was wrong here and i think everybody including punk uh ruined what could have been a great thing and now it's gone so it is what yeah. it is
1: i'm i mainly blame yeah. tony Khan and management that's my opinion even in WWE people don't get along. Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins for example is a recent one. But hey, you have people that that work there that deal with it and make sure things are handled in a professional way. Uh, I, mean, I will say this. Eddie, the
0: whole I was scared for my life. Like give me a break, dude. You've never seen a Would you never was, see a You never seen a fight in high school before, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that was
2: definitely like legal talk for his end. I was scared like for that's my why they probably
0: put that in there. Well, oh, someone raised their voice to me and told me that they were going to quit. I was scared for my life,
1: please. I saw them being yeah. the elite uh I saw Kenny Omega was drinking a Pepsi and then was like, "Oh, oh what is so this?" Professional. <laughs> oh, so professional. And then they were eating that. pizza and showed a bunch oh, of poops. yeah. <laughs> Ah, oh, so great! I'm about yeah. to, I'm about to make <laughs> Tim heated <it> again. <laughs> right uh, no, yeah, because it is
0: what it. You can say what you want. You can say I'm a punk fanboy, and I, you know what I am. But the clearly, uh, these unprofessional children still do the same stuff today. They already won. He's gone, and you're making your stupid YouTube show, and still talking about the guy. He lives rent free in your head. Obviously, it's it's annoying. It's fucking annoying.
1: Now, would you guys like no. to see Punk in WWE? I don't.
2: I don't think.
1: I so. just saw a clip from Bubba Ray's Show that he does, and Mark Henry was on it, and they were saying oh, yeah. that it'd be a smart move for him to go. He's I like, he's saw like, he's like Monday. He's like Monday something, Night Raw. If if he's something, music were something to hit just right popped now, up on.
0: Something just popped up on Twitter that he's backstage at Raw right now, but I don't know if that's factual. We'll get into it on the no. next episode. People but, post
2: that photo of him at I think I forget what airport it is, but it's from like early two thousands of him. He has like longer hair a little bit. They're like, Oh, just saw Punk at the airport and it goes around every single time as like a surprise appearance.
1: Oh well,
0: while, while we while we move on from CM Punk, I'll uh, I'll look it up. But look, we're not we're not gonna let as much as I love punk, Andy loves punk, Jeremy loves punk, and we're disappointed. This isn't going to take over the whole show. So, let's move on.
1: All right. Well, now we will get into the actual shows of the week. And for once, which is... It's not once, but it's been rare. It's happened before, I think, though. That both companies have a whole go-home week of shows before their pay-per-views this weekend. So... Uh, The shows are going to be gone through pretty quickly, because we got two pay-per-views to cover this week. Um, Has that happened before? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's happened before, it's just rare that we've done it. Oh, okay. Starting with Raw. Uh, Raw opened up with a match this week of Sami Zayn defeating Damian Priest due to uh, interference and distraction by uh, JD McDonough. It kind of backfired on Damian Priest and helped Sami get the win. Um, the Miz had a, had a fun segment of his classic cosplaying as another superstar. He cosplayed as L.A. Knight and trying to prove how easy uh, it is to be L.A. Knight and his character. Seth Rollins had a segment to hype up his match at the pay-per-view with Shinsuke Nakamura and talk about how Shinsuke is targeting his back. Uh, Shinsuke would eventually come out at the end of the segment and attack Rollins from behind. And then Raw would end with Becky Lynch defeating Zoe Stark in a False Count Anywhere match, ahead of her match at the pay-per-view with Trish Stratus. Anything to add, boys? That was a solid Uh, go-home
0: for Raw. Yeah, I mean, I thought for me, it got me ready for the pay-per-view. Honestly, I looked forward to this show that we're going to cover more than some of the other stuff, so I thought it did a good job. It's
2: funny, because I was actually going to say, like, not really the opposite of that, but like this is probably the least premium live event that I look forward to under Triple H so far. But still, it was good. I thought.
1: Yeah, the the uh this this week of pay per views I'd say is like the B pay per views. You know, it wasn't like a SummerSlam yeah. and uh and uh something something. Yeah. You know, it was like a it was payback and it was all out. Though all out yeah. used to be considered a big one. I guess after all, if you don't have the week a stadium before, show before that. Yeah, you have. You <laughs> yeah. have a all-in the week before that. It kind of overshadows it. Uh, moving forward, though, Dynamite. John Moxley opened up the show by defeating Commander ahead of his match um, against Orange Cassidy at the All-Out pay-per-view. We had a segment with Chris Jericho that also involved uh, Sammy Guevara, and it seems like, you know, they're going to be teaming together again. Uh, Adam Cole had a segment J- in the ring. Uh, just...
0: Interesting. Two two things real quick. Um uh, uh, Is this for real? Hang on. What's
1: that? I wish Tim was like Jamie and could <laughs> like share screen share. Uh, I know. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> a, couple, a couple things. One uh the uh the AE, the CM Punk in at, behind the scenes at Raw is a troll post so uh mm. don't even listen to that but <laughs> this might be legit i'll look more into it oh boy the AEW disciplinary committee members include are you ready Aubrey Edwards Tony Schiavone Matt Hardy That can't be real And Christopher Daniels
1: That's not real Two of the four we know are not fans of CM Punk (laughs) I mean I'm
2: trying to I don't think that's real And also they had, had He had a third party independent Person Company whatever you want to call it Look into it as well
1: why would Aubrey Edwards be one? That's so weird.
2: Yeah, that's right. I feel like someone just made up a list.
1: It's uh, And if that
2: is,
0: actually, then... Uh, I mean, look, I'll I'll have
1: follow-up. I'll have follow-up on
0: that
2: <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's follow up
1: that. We'll continue the story as we get more news. Um, <laughs> but the uh, the
0: comments on this are all saying that it's someone said is this real because if so at least half of it seems to be biased of the situation yeah that being said i still think the right decision was made but i mean uh someone wrote this can't be real lol someone wrote i died laughing when i first saw this list
1: (laughs) i don't know (laughs) might as well made the committee the elite Someone wrote, I refuse to, re-
2: I yeah. refuse to that believe was this. The meme going around. The meme going around was like AEW's disciplinary committee and it's like the elite.
1: Yeah. With Hangman and yeah. Yeah. I think Tim sent us that picture. Um, someone oh, just,
0: yeah. I, I do like the, someone just wrote, why would Aubrey have a say in anything?
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, Where was I now? Dynamite. Um, So after the Adam Cole segment, um, talking about, um, I guess, the fallout of All In, we had a segment with the Acclaimed after their trios title win at All In. Um, Daddy Ass is back, and they got new titles um, or a new look for the trios titles, which are now, I believe, pink, and the straps in the back scissor with one another. Nice little fun. Um, yeah. Add on, so, I mean, when they do things like that, it makes me seem it makes it seem like they're gonna have the belts for a little bit if they're willing to take the time to change them up.
2: Yeah, the same thing with like House of Black. They made it into that, um, like I, made, I guess a silver color.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then the main event was Orange Cassidy defeating Penta. The winner of the match would go on to face Moxley at All Out. Orange Cassidy would win and would actually cut a decent promo at the end of the. Uh, at the end of the show, yeah. considering he never talks, that wraps up yeah. Dynamite. I'm just gonna keep plowing forward. Um, SmackDown opened up with John Cena this week. Me and Tim talked about this when I was over at his house. Love me some Cena nowadays. I'm so happy. He just now. I it do. like it. I, I think it was during the pay per view. I was like, I just. It's like a nice, uh, comforting, familiar, <laughs> yeah, right, comfort. you know, thing. I just love yeah. Cena being around. I think we all agree with that. Uh, but Cena opened, which is her...
2: funny because sorry, real quick, before yeah. he left, like the movies, like I was like, does, can, why does he have to be on TV you know, every week?
1: It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, now people are hyped for him. Um, yeah, so it is a it is a nice addition, I gotta say, and I think most people can assume why he's there. You know, there's a strike going on in Hollywood, but he is going to be around for a couple months. He said. Um, Jimmy Uso would end up coming out with new music, that is, uh, during this John Cena segment, and he would pretty much say that John Cena is just like Roman, and he would do anything to protect his brother Jay, and John Cena would end up telling him that, uh, the wrong Uso quit. Though he made a comment saying, and Tim picked up on this too, he said, I've been w- wanting to tell you this for three years. The wrong Uso quit. It's like, well, yeah, that's maybe I he meant too. three weeks. I was weeks? like, wait a minute. Maybe he meant three weeks because so it was three weeks ago he quit. But
2: Yeah, it should have be been three weeks, yeah. I was like, wait a minute.
1: Um, Austin Theory and Grayson Waller were paired up, which is like the worst team up of all time. Um I hate it. I mean, they do their jobs, but God, I was just like, ah. This is terribly good. Uh, And they would defeat Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar. Then we had a segment with Bobby Lashley uh, talking about the addition of the Street Profits. And we had kind of a tease of them going after the tag titles. Then we had a... I thought it was a good promo segment between LA Knight and The Miz to hype up their match at uh, Payback coming up. And then the main event after being attacked backstage uh, by Solo was Solo Sokoa versus AJ Styles. Winner was Solo Sokoa due to Jimmy Uso interfering. And it seems to be that Jimmy Uso wants back in the bloodline. Would you all agree with that?
2: It looks like it. They're in the what, bottom fourth inning? Something like that. Has to be something. I don't know. Tim, can't Tim's do baseball
1: inning. man. Tim can tell us what <laughs> inning they're on.
2: It can't be the bottom third. They were just in that. <laughs>
1: Um, so that was SmackDown. We'll get into Collision, which I think we all had to watch after Payback, even though it aired yeah. during Payback. Uh, Collision, yeah. Tony Khan opens the show with a video, and I won't get into it too much, but it is... Oh, he, well, he talked about it earlier, yeah, too. Yeah, so I won't get into it that much because we did open the show with this, but he announces that he had to let go CM Punk, Phil Brooks, and that it was a tough decision, and he was scared for his life, and blah blah blah. We already talked about him moving of on. a discipline committee. Yep, as Tim said.
2: I always find it funny that CM Punk's first name is Philip. Philip.
1: Um, so they were in Chicago for Collision and for All Out this week, and so. Um, that will play into the crowd later, but we had a segment from Ricky Starks. Uh, it was more of a contract signing for his, what he thought was going to be, promo. it was good promo And, and, uh, it made it seem like he was kind of talking about how punk was gone. And that was his opportunity to,
2: I feel like, I mean, he was, I feel okay. like that's because he was out. like, I'm frustrated in this. I keep starting over, but, which didn't make any sense. he was just talking about Ricky's team. Yeah.
1: Um, but Simba would come out and say the contract does say Dragon. He's like, I did go by go by Dragon, but so does this man, and it was Brian Danielson returning. Now he's not fully healed and recovered, and I don't think he's been completely cleared, but enough to have a strap match. Which, based off what they did, I'm surprised they even.
2: I mean, he said in the media scrum that he was cleared. Like, and I obviously have it wrapped up, but. Um... First for forearm. Okay. But another point, he did say, "Would I know?" We'll, we'll talk about this later too. But he didn't throw a single punch with his right arm in that match.
1: Yeah, now that I think about it, after watching,
2: yeah, which is kind of crazy he can do
1: that. Um. So then we had a backstage promo from John Moxley that um he was cutting it on Orange Cassidy. We had a segment with Nick Wayne and Darby Allen that would eventually involve Christian Cage and Luch- Luchasaurus to uh, push forward uh, the storyline with luchasaurus and darby allen's match at all out
2: every time christian goes like oh you have a dad who's dead yeah and then he's like has to roast them. yeah i forgot that he said that
1: um <laughs> yeah the, at the so press gonna,
0: conference when he said so how's everybody's dad doing tonight
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna ask tim this because he actually is more the wcw guy how do you feel about them bringing in dennis rodman um, It's, it's not bad. a young Dennis Rodman. The crowd was oh, hot Dennis for him because they were in Chicago, but.
0: Yeah. Why don't you bring him? He in said he Ron hadn't been there in 13 years.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's like okay, TNT is just like, you know what? We had Dennis Rodman in the 90s. Brought, we're gonna yeah, bring, but brought,
0: <laughs> yeah, but they brought. Yeah, but see, the thing is WCW bought. Brought Dennis Rodman and Carl Malone in when they were relevant and still in the NBA. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They didn't bring him in now. Like, they didn't bring in, like, some old ass guy. I don't
1: know if it was to tell the story with him and Jeff Jarrett and make it easier because they were in the NW at the same time together.
2: It was definitely more just because they're in Chicago.
1: Um, so Jeff, yeah, Dennis Rodman comes out Jeff Jarrett comes out uh, He wants Rodman to join his quote-unquote family And then uh, the Acclaim would come out and this would set up a Trio's tag match of Jay Lethal um, Jeff Jarrett And Satnam Singh Against the Acclaimed And uh, Billy Gunn uh, At the pre-show I believe it was the last match of the pre-show for All Out They only
2: had like 10 minutes
1: yeah. I mean I didn't see any of the pre-show matches. Um I was tied up but yeah. um I do know there was like three on there, I believe. Yeah. Uh we had a brawl with Miro and Powerhouse Hobbs, and then the main event was Jay White defeating Dax Harwood. Someone shooting fireworks, Jeremy.
2: <laughs> I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs>
1: um so that wraps up the shows we can get into um the pay-per-views tim is out at the moment but i will just keep pushing forward yeah let's get pay-per-views what do you want to cover first jeremy payback or all out
2: uh let's do a payback
1: well i guess payback d- did technically come before all out it was saturday yeah. night, all out was sunday Payback open. I
2: mean, either either way, we're ending it on a good note because both of these pay per views were good. Yeah. I like these. Uh,
1: payback opened with Becky Lynch uh, versus Trish Stratus in a steel cage match. Um, Becky Lynch would be the winner in the end. This was f- a fantastic opener, fantastic steel cage good. match. Yeah, it was very very good. Uh, yeah, I watched it. In um, I watched it over at Tim's house. Uh, there was a superplex from Becky Lynch to Trish Stratus um, pretty high up uh yeah. the turnbuckle. I thought the women killed it. And then... Yeah. Uh, sorry. At the end of the match, uh, with Becky being the winner, Trish would end up slapping Zoe Stark. And Zoe would turn on Trish, close the door, and give her... <laughs> I love Zoe Stark's finisher. Um Oh, yeah. She spins That's her really around cool. and then hits her in the face kind of like a go to sleep. Um, me and yeah. Tim were talking about Zoe's finisher, but I think me and Tim both liked it. Right, Tim? Oh, yeah, I did. Trish and Becky. And then, um, yeah, Zoe's finisher. But what were you going to say, Jeremy?
2: No, I was going to say, uh, well, at first I didn't expect this match to be this good, which was a nice surprise. <laughs> but also, if this was trish's last match then that would be a hell of a match to finish on oh yeah because i don't i don't i don't know what they have planned for her or if she wants to keep going afterwards but um would be like a nice nice way to finish and also when she walked down her entrance i saw this on tiktok that this one guy's yelling at her like right in the front row i don't know if you saw her walk i think tim sent us the
1: video or no he posted it yeah. on on the pw fan oh
2: that's right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And she was like, shut the fuck
1: up. Because <laughs> <Yeah, which laughs> the guy like, was like, you're going to lose. <laughs> Trish say. But yeah, no, yeah. Tim, you posted that. Um, so after that, we had John Cena come out, who I forgot to say, but during SmackDown, he was announced as the host of Payback. And uh, we had a little promo battle. Not promo battle, but a promo segment back and forth between The Miz and Cena. Before The Miz's match with LA Knight. And it would turn out that John Cena would end up being the guest referee. And I was kind of worried at the time that, you know, maybe Cena as the guest referee would take away the spotlight from the other two guys. But he did a great job. Um, Didn't seem biased. Uh, He got in the faces of both Miz and LA Knight at one point when he pulled them off of each other separately, separate times. Uh, I thought the match was good. La Knight was the was the winner in the end, and at the uh, afterwards, there was a little kind of face to face with Cena and La Knight, but Cena seemed to gives his seemed to give his respects to La Knight as yeah. the winner.
2: Yeah, I thought this was a decent match. I feel like it was a a usual Miz match. It's like nothing too crazy. Um, but It was good, and uh, yeah, I feel like La Knight was. As soon as he came out, it's like I no one even looked at Cena, Mm-mm. which is kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, I feel like I think Cena like raised his hand towards the uh, end of it, like at that entrance before they left. Yeah, so I think it's kind of like him, not passing the torch, but like giving the approval.
1: Yeah, that's what it was. How about you, Tim? Because we yeah. watched this together.
0: Uh, I thought it was cool. I thought he, I thought it was cool how he gave like the point to L.A. Knight, kind of how The Rock gave to him, and how Hogan gave to The Rock. So, pretty
1: cool. Yeah, a little passing of the torch. Um, all right. After that, we had Rey Mysterio versus, versus Austin Theory. Rey would end up defeating him and retaining his U.S. Championship. Um, the match was fine. I went back, yeah, and, which is I weird. Went back and watched a little Saying bit about a. It was like a tv yeah. match yeah i mean Which looked I don't, good like for it's Z. weird that
2: ray mysterio like it's weird that ray mysterio match is not it's just okay like it feels weird that on that on this card especially
1: that this wasn't that great um after that this was one of the yeah this is probably the best match on the card judgment day yeah, versus definitely. kevin owens and Sami Zayn. pittsburgh steel city street fight um i First off, I'll say new champions, Judgment Day. Um, there were some spun spots, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens changing to Penguins gear and bringing hockey <laughs> sticks. Um, I'm still mad at Finn Balor for stomping on stomping. the uh, terrible <laughs> towel that is sacrilege in Pittsburgh, and you do not do that.
2: <laughs> he, Britt Baker even tweeted about it.
1: She's like, who stomped on it? Yeah, who, she was like, wait, what? Um, but yeah, uh. Thoughts on the match. Kevin Owens did a, a spot that was similar to Jeff Hardy uh, at, yeah. I believe, 2002 Survivor Series to one of the men in 3-Minute Warning. But it was a swanton, was a cool swanton box. Which
2: is – it feels yeah. crazier that KO can do that because he's such a bigger guy. He does it well too. And, yeah, he does. Um, but yeah, I, I thought this, I thought this was a good match and also the right decision because I don't feel like KO and Sammy had really had anywhere else to go for, with the titles at least.
1: Um, then we had the Grayson Waller effect. I forgot about this uh, Grayson Waller effect with Cody Rhodes. Uh, Cody Rhodes. I was a
2: little bit confused in this part, but yeah, go ahead. That's a way
1: to get him on the pay per view, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But Cody Rhodes basically would end up saying, you know, I've. I know all about these talk shows and I see how this goes, but he kind of hijacked it and uh, announced Jey Uso returning as a member of Raw. So now Jimmy is on SmackDown. Jey is on uh, Raw. And I read today on Ringside News that they have big plans for Jey as a single star.
2: So does that mean Cody is still on Raw or did he like say it was like a switch?
1: He didn't say it was a switch. I think Cody is still in Raw. Okay.
2: I wasn't sure if that was, that was their way of getting Cody onto SmackDown with Roman. Then.
1: No. Um, I don't think. Not quite yet. Yeah. Uh, then we had Rhea Ripley defeating Raquel Rodriguez and retaining her women's world title. Probably my least favorite match on the show, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, another okay match. Rhea really. did pay tribute to China and wore similar China gear. Um, I don't know when the China gear was worn originally, but um, there was a comparison shown online. So that was cool. And it's funny, actually. Sure. Uh, while me and Tim were watching this, I think, Tim, you mentioned that she's like China.
0: Yeah, you know, it's weird. Maybe it was just some something subconsciously about her outfit that I was like, yeah, she reminds me of China. And then I saw the picture, and I was like, oh, wow. No, she was like legit doing a straight-up China tribute.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just saw it today, and it didn't even dawn I really, on me. Out. I
0: really... The outfit really didn't, like, dawn on me. Until... Register?
1: Yeah. Um. So then we had a... Before our main event, we had a... a I thought it was a funny segment. Uh, Cena took on the that role of uh, an interviewer. He had a bow tie strapped around his neck. And during it, me and Tim were like, is Bowler really that much taller than Cena? But... At the end of the <laughs> segment, Cena like pops back up. He was like hunching over, um, but he yeah. interviewed the new tag team champions, uh, Finn Balor and Damian Priest. But Cena is funny. See the,
2: yeah, do you ever see those like speaking of that? Because the interviews do that sometimes. So the uh, wrestler seems taller, but they spread their legs out. Oh, okay. And they like they talk something. It's so weird that that's like a thing. Like that, the wrestler has to be like either yeah, equal height or something.
1: Yeah, it's like t- Finn they, was like, towering over Cena. I was just like... I was so <laughs> yeah. confused. Um, and then our main event was Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke, versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the World Heavyweight title. Um, Shinsuke had a really cool opening. It was like an anime villain. anime, yeah, yeah. It was like a manga anime villain thing. Um, the match, I expected better, but it was still solid. Um Shinsuke, it was like a B
2: plus, and I feel like we're expecting kind of like an A. Shinsuke
1: match. was targeting um, Rollins' back. That was obviously the story that was being told even the week leading up to the pay-per-view. But Seth Rollins would end up winning in the end. Um, solid match. Uh, overall, I believe solid pay-per-view in my opinion. All right, guys. Let's get into All Out, and then Tim will...
2: Oh, also, real quick... Um... I saw on Raw at least for tonight that they are continuing the Shinsuke and Seth Rollins feud. So it's not. Well, that's what I was
1: early. gonna say because I saw that Shinsuke came out during Rollins' yeah. segment tonight. Um, so I can see it going another pay per view if they can just probably. Yeah. What is the out. next one? Is it Fastlane?
2: Oh, Fastlane. Yeah. So it's probably another is it Fastlane
1: like, then Survivor Series.
2: I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That sounds right.
1: I think they do a big one, then two, and then a big one.
2: Yeah, because it should be like every three months, I think.
1: So all out, uh, again, in Chicago, just like Collision was.
2: Wasn't expecting much at all from this. No,
1: But it ended up being very... I mean, there was four matches on here that I was like really into. Uh, Starting with the opener, which was one of those matches, the ROH World Tag Team Championships, Adam Cole and MJF team against Dark Order.
2: Sorry, do you want me... I can just say the last the part real quick for the um, zero hour of the pre-show sure. with the Dennis Rodman. Uh, so basically, the claims had a quick 10-minute match with Jeff Jarrett and those guys, and they beat them. And then Dennis Rodman hit... It's actually kind of funny. hit Jeff Jarrett with the guitar like when the referee's back is turned. But then he didn't realize he needed to leave the ring or throw the guitar out. So he just stood there with the guitar. And then Billy Gunn had to be like, Hey, <laughs> get out of the ring! And Jeff Jarrett was like, or not Jeff Jarrett? Dennis Rodman was way too into like the crowd cheering for him, so he just stood there for the rest of the match, and then they just say like, pinned him like like two minutes after that. But it was just like a funny moment with a celebrity that they don't they don't know what they're doing.
1: Um, and wasn't there two other matches too?
2: Yeah, I, there was. Oh, the. Battle Royal, which Hangman won. That was like they donate the charity. Then um, it was like to a charity. And then there was like, choice. yeah, it was, it, was, it was like a Chicago school uh, program. Um, and then there was uh like a six woman tag
1: match with Sky Blue in it. Um, sky Blue. All right, so no. <laughs> let's get it all out. So yeah, like I said, RH World Tag Team Championship, Adam Cole and MJF versus the Dark Order. Uh, winners were Adam Cole and MJF. This match was really good. Um, one of the stories told was Alex Reynolds had trained MJF Mm -hmm. at one point. Or so they said. Um. Which is kind of crazy. But, yeah, Adam Cole and MJF would end up retaining. And as they were leaving, Samoa Joe's music would hit for his match. And he would shove... (laughs) MJF out of the way, which paid homage to when he shoved MJF out of the way during (laughs) Samoa Joe's NXT run, and this would tick off MJF, and MJF would run towards the ring during Samoa Joe's entrance and start attacking him. Uh, Adam Cole would end up getting or pulling MJF off of him, and I believe this Wednesday uh, MJF's going to address Samoa Joe, so maybe this is the feud we're getting. Um, I the cool feud. So, like I said, Samojo. Next match was ROH World Television Championship, Samojo versus Shane Taylor. Winner was Samojo. Uh, It was a match of heavyweights.
2: It was was basically kind of what everyone expected, I feel like. It wasn't much.
1: Then we had the TNT Championship, Luchasaurus versus Darby Allen. Winner was Luchasaurus. Um, I kind of expected Darby to win, but... um,
2: Yeah. I mean, they had the thing about Darby, her being hurt working it, and then he did a... There's a few spots well, Darby where, got
1: bloody like, early. Yeah. And they worked on his back, I believe, throughout yeah. the match.
2: Yeah, there was a few times when, like, Swords like, smashed the stairs on top of him and then, like,
1: sat on it. Um, Then we had Miro versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, Miro would be the winner, and afterwards they would shake hands, and as Miro was turning around, Hobbs would attack... And then I guess they're going to call her CJ Perry, but Lana yeah. would end up running out <laughs> and debuting and hit Hobbs with a chair. And then when Mira got up, he was like in disbelief and then walking up the ramp and saying that she's not real.
2: Yeah. It wasn't like the whole thing before where he was like, uh, he like, um, I don't know what the word was, but he like something about his, forgetting his wife when he like lost the TNT title. Then yeah. he had to come back and he's like, I don't believe in, or I don't trust this god or woman Or anything like that
1: Yeah he like but, stripped himself of everything
2: Yeah that was one of my favorite matches Only because of the crowd Chaining meat every time They were hitting each other And the chain slapped that meat When they were chopping each other
1: Um. Yeah it took me a while to figure out what they were saying Yeah And then they were saying beat that and then meat the when, when was it was like, just it Lana be, and you. him in the ring They were saying beat that meat or something like that
2: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> And then Oliver was like, oh, there can be a new game mode in the game of slap that meat. And I was like, oh boy.
1: Um, so then we had the TBS championship match, Chris Statlander versus Ruby Soho. It was longer than, Jeremy, you mentioned this earlier, it was longer than the women's match at All In, and it wasn't as yeah. good, though. Um, yeah, the
2: All In match was definitely better. Tony
1: Storm would come out from under the ring and take the uh, green spray out of Ruby's hand. Uh, which would distract Ruby, and then um, cause Chris Statlander to hit her finisher and get the pin.
2: I feel like after the All In show, they kind of need to Turn Soraya face. Like I, I, I feel like everyone's prettier for her. Have um, of all of those three.
1: After that, we had what was my favorite match until later. Um, I did not know it was going to be yeah. this good. But Brian Danielson versus close, Ricky Starks so in a strap upset. match. Man, they beat the shit out of one each other. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, it was. That it was, was super good.
2: That was crazy. And Danielson was talking afterwards in the media scrum of like, there's certain guys who get fired up when you hit them hard like this, and there's some who just kind of like uh, dwindle. And Ricky Starks definitely got fired up because he was. Returning all those shots to Danielson.
1: Um, was Ricky bleeding there in this match, or just Danielson?
2: Uh, I think just Danielson, but it was like a lot of blood. They though.
1: whipped the shit out of one another.
2: Yeah, especially that back and forth, like, like right across the face. And then Steamboat, had to hurt. Steamboat.
1: was on commentary.
2: Yeah, he had a spot with Big Bill. Um, when he like blocked. Yeah, his punch. yeah, he pulled him off.
1: Yeah. Um, after that, we had, it was kind of, I guess you could say it's a cool down match, Eddie Kingston and uh, yeah. Katsuyori Shibata versus uh, the Blackpool Combat Club of Claudio and Wheeler Yuta. Winners Blackpool Combat Club. Um, there was some cool stuff with Shibata during the match, but other than that, it was whatever, in my opinion. Yeah, it wasn't too much.
2: It was I thought it was kind of funny because like, Shibata's music so relaxing, and then Eddie Kingston comes out. Oh, yeah.
1: Just totally different like, tone. stop sound of the ring. <laughs> yeah. Um, my favorite match, match. Yeah, my favorite match was this my one. Um, you guys, it was Kenny Omega versus uh, to, 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 God.
2: You got it. You
1: go. I usually don't have a problem saying it. Uh, this match was awesome. Winner was Takeshka. Um, there was no screwdriver involved. Um. It was just... It was a banger, man. They crushed it.
2: Well, they did have a screwdriver, but the ref caught it when uh Takeshka was, like, up on for the fall. But it angel.
1: actually, like, you know, didn't get used. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um Yeah, there was a bunch of back and forth on this that, like, I don't know, they were going for... I forget how long the match was, like, 25 minutes, probably. Um, but that was, like, a crazy pace to it, too.
1: Um... And then we had the Young Bucks and FTR teaming up to take on Bullet Club Gold. Winners were Bullet Club Gold. Um, the spot that stuck out for me is when they went for the Elite Trigger. Um, yeah. It was with Dax Hardwood and, I believe, Matt I Jackson. Matt Jackson. Yeah. Matt Jackson did the gun thing, but then uh, Dax would end up doing the looking at his watch like CM Punk uh, clobbering time. And then he would end up hitting it. Um but winners were bull Club matured. Gold. And then... Uh, so, it ended with the AEW International Championship. Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley. Um, Moxley didn't bleed. No. Cassidy <laughs> bled fucking in- everywhere.
2: <laughs> he was <laughs> covered in blood, but it wasn't
1: his. It was a really good match, though. Um, yeah, you talked about it earlier. Uh, Orange Cassidy did those little kicks. And then actually started beating the shit out of Moxley with the kicks, um, and actually used power towards the end of the match, though. Um, But Orange Cassidy finally has lost the belt. John Moxley is champion now, and maybe he'll be opening up every show. But that wraps (laughs) up everything, unless you guys have anything to add.
2: That was probably my favorite Orange Cassidy Moxley match in a while.
0: You know, guys, and I I don't even have a classic show of the week this week. I would just say it's been a crazy week in wrestling. Go watch something that you enjoy. Be nice to each other, whether or not you have differing differing opinions in wrestling and what's good wrestling and what's quote-unquote bad wrestling. Everybody respect each other. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was was quite the week. Uh, Emotions ran high. And uh, but we had some good shows overall, and I think that was a pretty solid episode ninety eight, and we're two episodes out from one hundred, which is pretty crazy. I uh, can't believe that we're we're this close already. We'll get Bro Keller back on here, talk to the champ himself, see what he's been up to, and uh, hey everybody, you know take care of yourselves this week. Enjoy pro wrestling. That's what it's all about. We're here to have fun. That's the only thing that matters whether you like this guy or don't like this guy or this guy got fired and blah blah blah. Wrestling's supposed to be fun. So enjoy and we'll talk we'll talk to you next week on episode ninety-nine.